Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. We are also the Church of Christ, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Our lesson today is by Joe Fox. He's bringing us a wonderful lesson on our children. And the question is, are we raising our children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord? His lesson is on Proverbs 22 and verse 6 that says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. You know, we're really good at taking our children to sporting events or school events or teaching them about uh, social things in, around us. But do we take them to church? And most of all, do we teach them about Jesus Christ? And do we teach them the gospel that will save their soul? And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. We hope that you enjoy the lesson today, and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. I know the Lord will find a way for me.
consider your soul in obedience to God's word. Understanding that James says in James 4, 14, 13 and 14, says their life's a vapor and it appears for a little time and then it vanishes away. And we're not promised uh, another breath or another day. We are not promised another hour. What we need to realize is he said, watch and be ready. For you know not the hour that your Lord shall come. He'd come on us in a time that we're not looking. Death is a no respectful person. It's appointed unto men once to die, Hebrews 9.27. And after this, the judgment. Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 through 28, it says, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many as you have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed, and are according to the promise. You know, what God has promised us if we will live faithful in death, that we'll have a crown of life. We'll have a home in heaven with Him. We need to realize and understand that uh, there's work that we must do. We must uh, love Him to the extent that we'll put Him above all else in this life. The father, mother, sister, brother, wife, children, and even our own life, you know, in order to be pleasing in the sight of God. Understanding that in the day of judgment, no one's going to stand there for me but me. No one's going to stand there for you but you. And But we're all going to be judged by the same book. And that's the book that's laid before us this morning. The grand old book called the Bible. And we read then just like it reads now. And we need to realize the importance of doing what God has commanded us the way that God commanded us to do it. You know, many in the world today are worshiping, and they say that they're worshiping God. But you know, there's two things that's required in a worship to God in order to be pleasing in His sight. John 4, 24 says that God is a spirit, and we must worship Him in spirit and in truth. I believe that if you play this tape back, uh, or the singing this morning, that we are in the spirit. I believe that we have sang songs that are pleasing in His sight. I believe if you went along with Brother Johnson's prayer, that it was a fervent prayer. It was a prayer that was pleasing in the sight of God. It was a prayer by a righteous man. It was a prayer that we know that God hears, not sinners. But if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth His will, him he hears. So I believe that God heard our prayer this morning. And I believe that He will answer according to His own good time and good pleasure. Understanding the importance of loving God and loving one another. The Apostle Paul writing to the church uh, Corinth, First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 13, the whole chapter is devoted to charity or love. Understanding the importance of loving one another and loving God. God so loved the world, John 3.16. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believed in Him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. God loved all mankind. He loved both saints and sinners. But you know, He's only going to 
give a crown of life to the saints, those that are, are have done His will. You know, we're talking there in Revelation this morning, we're talking about uh, our name being written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You know, we want our name written there. We want our name to be called, and when it's called, we want to hear Him say, "Well done, thou good and faithful servant." First Corinthians chapter thirteen, and beginning. With verse 1, he says, Though I speak with the tongue of men and angels, and have not charity or love, I am become a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. He says, And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all the mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith that I could remove mountains and have not charity or love, I'm nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profits me nothing. Charity suffers wrong, is kind, charity envieth not, charity vomiteth not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseen, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. Bareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never fell. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail, and whether there be Tongues, they shall cease, and where there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know the part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, and understood as a child, and thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. Now by the faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Love is and understanding the importance of the word love. Understanding how it is that the world has got in the mess that it's in today. And when we tell you this morning that we love you and that we love your soul and we want to see you in a safe condition, we love you. And we mean that from the bottom of our heart, from the bottom of our understanding. We know and we realize that we none have that promise of tomorrow. We know that this is another opportunity to beg with you, plead with you to obey the gospel. Something that you've heard from time and time again, over and over again. And each time you turned away from it. You know, the Bible warns us in the book of Hebrews about hardening our heart and turning away. And understanding that in the book of the letter to the church of Thessalonica, he said that he would uh, send us a strong delusion that would believe a lie. You know, many have done that today. They have uh, decided that uh, God's going to give them another opportunity. They don't have to do it God's way. Uh, they don't have to assemble. They, they, they don't have to uh, obey the gospel. They don't have to be baptized. You know, uh, Jesus died on the cross and give us all opportunity to obey Him and to uh, be baptized for the remission of our sins. And, you know, uh, when someone would come along and tell me that baptism is not essential, then that person has been sent a strong delusion. That person has believed the lie. That per person is cloaked and real careful. If he ain't real careful, he will be down. You know, if he don't change his mind, then uh, uh, 
there's no hope for him. And we need to realize and understand that. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 17, 17 through 21, the Bible says, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husband, as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wife, and be not bitter against them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing unto the Lord. Father, Provoke not your children to wrath, to anger, lest they be discouraged. In Ephesians chapter 6, the beginning of verse 1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment of promise, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye, Father, provoke not your children to wrath, to bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. If a child lives with criticism, he learns to condemn. If a child lives with hostility, he learns to fight. If a child lives with ridicule, he learns to be shy. If a child lives with shame, he learns to feel guilty. If a child lives with tolerance, he learns to be patient. If a child lives with encouragement, he learns confidence. If a child lives with praise, he learns to appreciate. If a child lives with fairness, he learns justice. If a child lives with security, he learns to have faith. If a child lives with approval, he learns to like himself. If a child lives with acceptance and friendship, he learns to find love in the world. See, it all begins at the beginning. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It all uh, has to start right. When we bring a child into the world, that child has to be wanted. That child has to be secure. That child has to be taken care of. When he said, train the child in the way that it should go, and when it's old and going to depart from it, raise your children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. The thing that bothers me this day and time, there's so many children, even though the parents don't care about their son, there's so many children in the world today that never think about entering the Lord's house. Parents never think about bringing their children to the Lord's house. 
giving them the opportunity to save their sins. You know, the, the denominational world, uh, they, they go after the children. They, they have all kinds of, uh, of activities for, for the children. You know, they understand the importance of, of children and, and raising the children and, and giving them a foundation. But they're putting a false foundation in them. It's great that they want them to be in, in, in a, a, a religious organization. But it's, it's awful that in, in the same venue, they're teaching them to be lost. They don't never tell them what they need to know, what they need to do in order to be saved. They're giving them a false sense of security. All of us have family that have children. And what about the souls of those children? You know, we're responsible for our children. I'm responsible for my children. You're responsible for your children. And it's our responsibility to raise them and nurture and admonition of the Lord. And you got to start somewhere. Some will say, well, you know, uh, I'm grown. Well, even if they are grown, you still have the responsibility of being an example of the believer. You, you still have opportunity to have influence on them. You still have opportunity to say, well, yeah, I, I know that I didn't do what I, I needed to do when you was a child. But I'm telling you now, I know the truth. I've heard the truth. I know what you need to be doing. And as for your children, you need them in the house of the Lord. Understanding that uh, one day God's going to call us to record for how that we have lived and how that we have been fathers and mothers and how that we've been children and lived before our children and those around us. If we've let our light shine, and Matthew 5, 16 says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You see, uh, it's, it's not my responsibility to save you. It's my responsibility to save me. It's your responsibility to save you. And we got to do it God's way. Jesus said, I am the way, John 14, 6. The truth and life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. God had a special purpose for creating man. The purpose is stated broadly in the Scriptures. As that of glorifying God. Everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. Isaiah 43 and verse 7. That with purpose of heart, they would cleave unto the Lord. Acts 11 verse 23. And ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you, they, you should show forth His praises, the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Christ is and should be our whole life and character. We should glorify God. Matthew 16 and verse 27, For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. 
With his earthly mission completed, having invited man's, man's ability to glorify God, he was glorified in heaven. John 17 and verse 4. If it is God's purpose and man's duty to glorify God, how does man accomplish his mission? No, it's not me. It's not about me. It's about doing what God commands me to do. You to do. It, it, it's your purpose. You, you may not be able to uh, preach. You may not be able to lead songs. You may not be able to lead a public prayer. But you can. All of us can if you want to. You have to have a desire to. You know, we have to have devotion and be devoted to things. We have to understand to accomplish anything. We've got to put our whole heart into it. You can haphazardly uh, accomplish a lot of things. But if you really want to accomplish good and you want something to, to shine and stick out, you're devoted to that. You do everything in your power to make it right. You understand that, that that's, that's important. Somebody's looking at that. I think what Lyman says a lot of times when he works on stuff, he says uh, he wants this done right because somebody's going to see that, see his work, and going to judge him by his work. And, and they do. If they look at something that's shoddily put together and you tell them who done it, well, they ain't going to go back to that person to get their, their stuff done. But if it's put together like it ought to be and done right, then... Uh, that you have better opportunity to have to get them to, to let you do their work when, when you want them to. And that's the way of living the Christian life. If, if you don't let your light shine and do, do all that you possibly can, then that's shoddy work. And God ain't pleased with shoddy work. We're supposed to give our best from the beginning of time, from the creation of man, from the time of sacrifices. God Expecting none other than the best. And when the, uh, under Old Testament time, in their sacrifices, their sacrifices was rams without spot and without blemish. And most importantly of all, God sent His only Son into this old sinful world, and He lived some 33 and a half years here without sin. He didn't revile when he was reviled. He didn't rebuke when he was rebuked. He didn't, he didn't, didn't uh, go about doing evil. He went about doing good to all men. Healing their sickness and all their disease. Raising the dead. And what did they do for They hung him on the cross. But he was the perfect sacrifice. He was willing to go there. He prayed in the garden of Gethsemane, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. He prayed to the point that the drops of sweat were as drops of blood. If you want something, you want it bad enough, you pray. And you pray earnestly and you pray hard. Because that's what Jesus did. He left us that perfect example. Understanding the importance of in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 20, it says, For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body, in your spirit, which are God. You see, God can claim this at any time. 
When we die, this old body goes back to the dirt from whence it comes. And the Spirit comes back to God who gave it. The second Thessalonians chapter 1, and verse 12. That, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and ye in Him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. That the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you. You see, we're the children of God. <laughs> we raise children. And we want people to say and know that them are our children. And, you know, I, I can understand why the world uh, sometimes don't want people to know that their children are their children. You know, they've done a shoddy job of raising you know, they haven't had them in the Lord's house. They haven't tried to teach them right from wrong. You know, this country asked for what God. You know, they took the uh, Bible out of the home, took it out of school, you know, and, and the, the principles of the Bible out of the whole country. And what do you get? Just what we got today. Lawlessness and and anarchy. Yeah, all, all over. Everywhere you look. Rebellion. You know, uh, we have a responsibility to raise our children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. We have a responsibility to save ourselves from this underworld generation. <coughs> so I've told you many times I have a responsibility, Joy, Bub, or anyone that uh, is preaching and teaching God's Word. We have a responsibility to do just that. In 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 11, it says, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracle of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability that God giveth. That God in all things be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praised and dominion forever and ever. Amen. We have a solemn charge to preach the word. Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and dead of his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all on suffering and doctrine, for the time will come that they will not endure sound doctrine, but they'll heap to themselves teachers, having eating ears, and they'll turn away their ears from the truth, and they'll be turned on the fables, and we're living in that time. They've turned away their ears from the truth and they've been turned on the fable. They don't want to know the truth. Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, if you continue in my words, then you're my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. If you want to be clean, sanctified, then he said in John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. But people don't want to be sanctified. People don't want to be clean. People don't want it to be pure. You know, we better, we better start walking in Jesus' ways. John 15, verse 8, the Bible says, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciple. In Romans chapter 15, verse 6, the Bible says, And ye may with one mind, and one man 
Glorify God. Even the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 23, 22 and verse 23. And that ye fear the Lord, praise Him, all ye the seed of Jacob. Glorify Him and fear Him, all ye seed of Israel. Glorify and fear You know, in Romans 3 and verse 8, the Bible says the problem there was that there was no fear of God before the people's eyes. And I tell you today, that's the problem that we have. There's no fear of God before the people's eyes. You know, if people feared God, then there'd be a whole lot less meanness in the world. There'd be a whole lot more people in this house this morning. But people don't fear God. People don't believe in God. People don't believe that they're uh, in their mortality. People always believe that there's somebody else named going to be in, uh, in the obituary column. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.